Lay. Sir. Yeah. Yeah. Kane is in the building. Yeah. Alright, already the show goes on all night. Till the morning we dream so long. Anybody ever wonder when they would see the thunder? Just remember when you come out the show. What's up? And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Always Pressing PGA DFS Podcast, previewing the 2024 Sony Open after we just wrapped up the century, which was a yeah, it was entertaining, let's put it that way. You can find me on Twitter at BDNTrick, the podcast at Always Press DFS, and my co-host, as always, on Twitter at DFS Golf Gods. Jesse, how are we doing, man? I'm good. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. Another Monday. It's kind of nice to get back in the golf routine here now, just a, a weekly situation. Yep. Um, I should have asked you before we started, but I'll, I'll say it now. Underdog dropped season-long competitions. Did you have a chance to play one this past weekend? Yeah. Did, yes, yes. You mean they, they put them out? Yes, they, they dropped get, them so we can, I got you. We can participate. We can drop. When, when you said when you said dropped, I thought you meant uh, like they got rid they, of them. No. Yes, <laughs> yes, they've already no. gotten rid of it. No, they they uh, dropped them so we could play them. Yeah, yeah. I did. I did one draft. Uh, this the, the ten dollar or whatever. Um, this past week. So, uh, yeah. Looking forward to um, if we can. Me and you can get together and and do one live. I think that would be fun. And yeah, um, well, I'll just say it. The plan is tomorrow, Tuesday, we are going to record a live one and stream it to you guys. Yep. So you listen to us knuckleheads try to decipher the puzzle that is best ball meets golf now. Yeah, I, it's it's going to be fun, man. I, be I, awesome. I don't know why it's not something that's not been done for the full season in the past. Um, but, you know, here we are. Yeah, they uh, they just earlier, I'll say it again, they dropped on Monday. Uh, a three dollar one, and I believe uh, it was twenty dollars. So they have other ones; it's not just one tournament anymore. So there's at least three of them out there okay. for season long purposes. I believe there's we'll, we'll break it all down for you on Tuesday. Like that, there's like five or six uh, rounds essentially. If you played NFL football or NFL best ball, if you played basketball, any of them, but NFL is the big one, of course. I play a lot of the baseball one, an underdog. Um, basically, you get to a certain level. If you're you know top three in your your quote unquote league, you advance to the next round. You get placed on a new league so on and so forth until you get to the end for the big prize pool which is pretty darn cool so did you do any nfl this year because I, I, I didn't did. do any i didn't do any nfl this year i've done it in the past i did i did mostly on uh on DraftKings this year okay um didn't do great uh but w- one thing that i thought that was cool about underdog on nfl completely off topic was they had a like a best ball but it was a weekly winner mm-hmm. you had to get in like the top two percent of a hundred and 80,000 or something, but That's you had cool, a though. shot every week to, to win money. So um, I thought that one was pretty cool myself. Yep. Maybe golf will get there someday. Baseball did not have that, but uh, I had fun doing my baseball thing. I don't know why I didn't play football this past year. That's on me. I did do a lot of uh, daily golf this past weekend because, again, I love the app. I've talked about it a million times underdog. It's so easy to draft from your phone that, um, like, in the evenings I was doing, I did, like, 10 lineups in a 20 max thing. Uh, for the next day, basically it's a showdown, but it's dra- it's drafting an underdog. It's pretty cool. So uh, I'm a fan of the product. We'll talk about it. We're not getting paid for this at all. Just throwing it out there. But we will um, we will hit this up on Tuesday. We will get paid if you want to, though. <laughs> yes, eventually, eventually. <laughs> I mean, if, uh, if they want to pay us, that's what I'm saying. Oh yeah, no. If, they, if you're listening, um, but yeah, no, we'll uh, we'll do a live draft on Tuesday. It'll be on YouTube. It'll be in podcast form. All the good stuff. We'll make sure you guys can. Uh, Get in on that, and if you guys are around, jump into YouTube while we're doing it live, and you can comment and ask questions and 
the whole idea is to learn it and figure it out and have some more fun with it because we'll do many more up till it starts at the Waste Management Open in Phoenix, which is about uh, about a month away now, actually, a little over a month. Yes, exactly a month. I think it's February 8th. That's right. It's the weekend before the Super Bowl, which is like the weekend of the 13th or something like that. So, yep, we will be uh, breaking it all down for you, getting that going. Any thoughts on the century? As Chris Kurt got it done, just looked pristine out there, just doing his thing, is just finding fairways. His approach game was on point. Gained two strokes on the entire field on putting, which is, you know, what we talk about, luck box putting, paid dividends. So uh, Kurt got it done. Yeah, he was, uh, especially Sunday, he was kind of just on point, hit everything down the middle, and then hit it to about 10 feet and make it. Um, so, yeah, he's uh, – he was just he just played out of his mind, uh, but the scoring was incredibly low again. Um, I, I know you saw Sung Jay, I guess, set the all time birdie tournament record for yes, all time PJ Tour. Thirty four birdies. Um, yeah. That's that, that's DK folks. Live it and love it right there with Sung yeah, Jay. Yeah. I played him and, and didn't win a dime back of my one in my one lineup, but um, yeah, I I was texting because one of my buddies texted me that and I was like, I don't even know how you. How do you make a bogey on that golf course? Well, he found um, a way on Saturday to do it a few times, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it's not like – for me, I could go make bogeys on that oh, golf course. Yeah, but these I, guys, I could make doubles, I promise. <laughs> these guys, uh, it just seems – because the greens are so huge, the fairways are so wide, um, you just have to hit it really errantly. Did you see Brendan Todd snap his driver? Yeah, early on in round four. That's a uh, pretty impressive. Now we've okay. I say y'all. I feel like most of us have slammed a club from time to time when you get frustrated. I don't think I've ever done it enough to snap it. I'll tell you that much. It wasn't even like he slammed it. It was more of like just the way that it happened to it. Like that's, I, I think it was on kind of recoil, and he let it go, and then it just kind of hit perfectly and snapped. Because um, he wasn't really slamming it. I don't think, anyways. I caught a glimpse of it. I was watching Red Zone, and then a, and on another TV, I had uh, the golf on. So. Um, that was interesting. Did you see Poston's? Uh, oh, uh, Duncan Eagles of rejection. Yeah, that was impressive. And I that like how incredible. afterwards uh, Fleener on Twitter, great follow his caddy. If you follow, like he's a phenomenal follow him. Gino, yes. there's a few caddies that perfect follows. Um, Fleener goes because you couldn't tell. I couldn't from the video. They were below the hole where they couldn't even see the hole when yeah. he chipped. And yeah. he's like, "Thank goodness we couldn't see it because we just walked up going, okay, whatever. We're close to like asking questions. If we saw, we would have saw it live." Like he's all there's a hot mic next to me. It would have been bad. Yeah. Well, it, he he hits it and it goes in and then comes back out. I think it was probably the crowd reaction. I had it on mute, so I don't know. But um, like he looked at somebody and was like, "Did that go in?" And they're like, "Yeah." And then he walks up and it's two feet. But yeah. And see, that's one of those like I always thought this is me just being dumb. Maybe it's because we when we play with our boys, we give each other those kind of things. If it's in to me, it gets in right. <laughs> but I know technically the rule is it's out. I get it 100. Right. Yeah, but it's got to finish like, in the hole. Like for one of us, it's just like you got to be kidding me. You got to be like Tommy had one where he was putting from the fringe and it hit the stick. If the stick wasn't there, it's going in for eagle. Um, there's yeah. a few of those that take place too. But this one's worse. You got a chip in that literally dunks and comes out. It's a rough go. Rough go for you. Um, other than that, it was, I, I thought it was a fun way. I did okay. I didn't like break the bank by any means. I didn't win a ton of money, but I, I had fun. It was competitive. I usually suck at no cut events, like real bad. So yeah. to be, I have a, a, especially no cut birdie fest like that, where you have a bunch of dudes just coming out of nowhere. But all in all, it was good, I guess, because I completely faded, uh, Aubert, which was a plus. I only had one Scotty out of my three lineups, like kind of because some of the chalk was insane this week. Yeah, it. I I didn't really pay attention to ownership much, but uh, 
it, it's just how it is. It, it was a little bit more spread out because I, I think I'm just used to this tournament being 30 players. Yeah. You know what I mean? So to see that there wasn't like a couple of 60% owned guys was okay. was uh, odd to me. But um, yeah, it's uh, I, I like it better. I'll be honest with you when it's 60 uh, at least. So we get about six or seven more of those yes. the rest of this year. Yeah. We're going to have to like them, folks, because, you know, even Pebble works. I might actually go this year. I didn't go last year because the field is so incredibly bad. I'm like, why am I doing this? But this year, with all the big dogs, they're Saturday and Sunday and a no-cut. I'm tempted because I've already think, – I think Rory already committed and some other big names because it's a elevated event. That can make things fun. That'll be at least fun to break down for once because usually it's like, oh, DJ – wait, DJ's not there. Oh, Phil. Oh, Phil's not there anymore. Okay, so it's Jordan Spieth and everybody else. Sounds good. <laughs> but we'll, yeah. we'll see how that goes. Let's go to the Century now. We head you mean to – Sony. Or Sony. Sorry, let's have the Century. Let's go to the Sony at uh, Wiley Country Club in Honolulu, Hawaii. First cut event of the calendar season. 144 golfers. We got a lot of event history. We don't need to know it all, though. So, what do you have for us here, Jesse? Yeah, plenty of uh, course history and everything. Um, Siwoo Kim was the champion last year, eighteen under one shot over Hayden Buckley. Uh, Hideki Matsuyama was the twenty twenty two champion, twenty three under in a playoff over Russell Henley. Kevin Na uh, was the champion in twenty twenty one, twenty one under one shot over Kirk and Neiman. Twenty twenty was Cam Smith. 11 under in a playoff over Brendan Steele. 2019 was Kuchar. 22, 22 under, four shots over Put, Putnam. Patton Kazire was the 2018 champion. 17 under in a playoff over James Hahn. Uh, Justin Thomas, 2017 champion. Uh, it, in the tournament record of 27 under, seven shots over Justin Rose. He actually had won the week before in Century 2. Um, past champ, other champions, Russell Henley, Jimmy Walker. I don't know if he's in the field. Ryan Palmer, Zach Johnson, Paul Goidos. We don't, unfortunately, Goidos is not in this week. I know that for a fact. Pretty sure Jimmy's not either. Um, ZJ is, Palmer is. You got those guys, but um, yeah, a, a trend with a lot of those names, not bombers, because the Wiley Country Club is a par 70. And it's just around 7,000 yards. It's a short course, folks. Bermuda from start to finish out there. But there are big greens, firm and fast fairways. A lot of the fairways are so firm, you get a lot of runoff in this regard. Water comes into the play on uh, about five of the holes out here. Uh, there's a lot of tree-lined on this course. It's like a complete 180 from what we saw last week in the century. Kapalua, just bomb it, let it roll, do your thing. A lot different here. You can still play out of the rough, but last year they grew the rough from the normal like two and a quarter, two and a half to three inches last year, which gave us one of our lowest scoring averages in about five or six years. So you got, I haven't seen what it's going to be this year. I'm imagining they keep it around that three inch level to kind of negate complete craziness. But most of the time you can still get out of the rough onto the green because the greens are so large. It's a matter of holding it on the green. So scrambling comes into play. Um, it's a less than driver course, a lot of dog legs, a lot of, it's a shot maker's course. That's what you're going to hear over and over again. It's all about hitting certain spots, approach shot in, get hot with the putter. Cause if the wind doesn't get crazy, cause this is on the ocean, of course, you'll see scores around 20 under give or take. If it gets crazier, you might get more in the low teens. We'll see, but birdies will come in bunches. If the weather's right, the two par fives in the course, insanely gettable. Like you should have guys, like the scoring averages are around 4.3. I read in an article today. Very low when it comes to par five scoring. So you got to take advantage of those, as we always say. But all in all, Shot Makers Golf Course should be fun. Kind of brings the entire field into play. Other thing I'll mention, 
common theme we see at this event. If you played the week before, usually things go well for you at the Sony. 38 golfers last week are playing in the Sony this week. Nine of the last 11 winners at the Sony played in the Century Tournament of the Champions. You'll see a lot of other correlating stats in those regards. Now, the one caveat, usually there's about 30 golfers in the Century. Now there's there was 60-ish last week, 59, I think, because of Rory. Still, that may, might mean even more guys are successful at the Sony. So right. just keep an eye on that as well. Uh, what do you think when you're looking at stats and other things this week? Yeah, a lot of course history to wait, obviously. Um, approach matters, um, birdie or better. The you know, I mean, obviously you can look you can consider win players because you are on an island in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. Um Tita Green. I mean, it's uh it's not anything out of the ordinary from a normal type of PGA tour resort type of course. It's not as easy as last week, uh, but not as hard as like uh next week. I think next yeah. week's the farmers, isn't it? Uh, next week is the Amex, so that's pretty easy. As oh, well. <laughs> yeah, that's disregard might be, that. Amex is easier. Amex is easier. <laughs> <laughs> Just think, think Pebble when it's windy. Think yeah. like think RSM when we always talk about the one yeah. the, the the short course where it's those are two really windy, like yeah. stuff like that. Harbor Town. These are short courses where you have to make shots, but the wind can make things real dicey. Right. So that's what comes to mind when I think of a little small course like Harbor Town is the first thing I think of. Small course, you can't really hit driver a lot wind can come into play and if you look at guys that finished well here they have that success one correlation i heard um mayo and someone else even talk about a lot on the last two days pga championship success has been a real trend which makes sense you have more shot maker course and a lot of water in play at sawgrass so you can't just go crazy there yeah we'll see like but the, the numbers lined up i just that that one i think of different things i guess when i think sawgrass than i think this course but hey correlations correlation i guess all right, let's have some fun. Let's talk DK on this one. We have four golfers over $10,000. The leading man in the clubhouse, Ludwig Aubert, 10-5. Hatton at 10-3, and man, I missed Hatton, and he came back so glorious this week. And not just in great golfing, but sound bites. Did you see the very first hole yesterday where he came up short on number one? Mm-mm. Okay, if you guys don't like swearing, two minutes just or 30 seconds, complete out. He hits one out of the site. The second is approach shot. He's yelling, go, go, go. It lands short and he goes, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I missed you so much. Hatton. I missed you so much. That sounds like something I would say. Yeah, exactly. It's like, he's one of us. That's what we've said forever. Like I want to golf with Tyrell Hatton. That's just what <laughs> I want to do. Uh, Fitzpatrick's 10, two and the who had a great week is $10,000. What do you like in this 10K range? Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, you know, Ludwig is 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 okay at 10.5. I, you know, obviously, he 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 has won recently, um, but it was not in this. This is a decently strong field. It's one um, of the strongest I've ever had here. Yeah, um, I and I I would imagine that's a lot because guys just like a lot, sixty guys just played in Maui, you island hop and go. Uh, you know, play it and stay another week. Um, I don't know why you wouldn't, because if you could literally move to Hawaii, I would if it wasn't so expensive. Um, but, uh, you know, I think he's fine. I, I personally, I, I probably will look more towards Fitzpatrick at 10 2. He's never played here, but uh, 14th last week. Um, and I talked about him the week before how I liked him. So I just got to kind of stay on that. 
I, I, you asked me about Tagala last week, and of course I said no, and he finishes second, almost wins the damn thing. Mm-hmm. Um, he got screwed on uh, him and Spieth both on seventeen. They both hit it short, and it checks up and and sits short instead of rolling on the green. And then Kirk gets up next. Of course, <laughs> Kirk did hit a big kind of hook, so it did, and it landed a little bit closer to the green. But anyways, it, his kicks on to a tap in, yep. um, and that's really what won him the golf tournament. Of course he could have birdied 18. He played it very conservatively, but either way, uh, 17, you know, kind of won it. So Thigala most definitely play, but one thing that's interesting about Thigala and I was just looking at, you know, in prep for this, because obviously do a little bit of that before we go on air. So I don't sound like a complete idiot, but Thigala's 30 to one to win this golf tournament on DraftKings, Um, and that's like the seventh or eighth lowest odds. And this is obviously, you know, him at the fourth lowest, the fourth highest total uh, for your salary on, on DK. So I, I think that's weird and interesting. I, I like the 30 to number one very well. I, I've already bet it, but I, it, it's hard for me to pass up somebody who's hot. Cause that I, this burnt me one year with Justin Thomas um, is when I was writing for you actually. And I did not write up Justin Thomas and he ended up blowing out the field shot like 59 one day on this golf course. And it wasn't even close. So, I, I might be jaded. Thigala is a definitely, most definitely in play. I will most likely play him. Yeah, Thigala is one of those guys because I usually do like a three max to a 20 max, depending on what's going on. Like I did three max last week. There's a good chance Thigala is always in at least a cup, one or two in my lineups. So if, if it's a three max, at least one. If it's a 20 max, probably like at least 30%, if not more. Just because what we saw last year and then we saw in the fall swing and then we've seen already this year, he has such good spikes. Like yeah. when he's on, he can go crazy any day of the week. It's freaking awesome. If he goes off, he goes off the rails. Okay, whatever. He, he usually at least lets you know you're done before you have to stress out about it, which is nice. Like I prefer that, honestly. Don't make me sit there and watch my phone until 18 and watch you bogey the last hole. No, he, he's, he's trunk slammed it for you already. Like You're good. Um, so I do like Thigala again, especially at that price. People might go like, no, nah, I'm, I'm not paying that for Thigala. That's just not what we do with Sahith. Um, so I'm in on that at 10K. My favorite guy this week is Fitz at 10-2, not just because I love Fitz to begin with, but if I'm going with like that kind of shorter course positional golf, Harbortown just won it, loves that golf. He said it's his favorite course out there. Now he has developed more driving distance we've talked about in the past, but this guy is built on his iron play. That's how we know Fitzpatrick. So I love him on this kind of golf course. I'm not worried it's his first time. And if it gets windy, sign me up again. Like that's just Fitz is golden in that regard. I will say, though, don't mind Hatton. Hatton's interesting just because he he's a great iron, like a really good iron player. I don't say great, but he can play it in a windy condition and grind it out. He can also, we've seen, go birdie fest as well. I like guess not just a one-trick pony, so I'm intrigued by Hatton as well. Did you see his back nine on Friday? Uh, when he basically went nuts, yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's, that's he, um, was it a chip in or a putt for Eagle on 18? I can't remember. I remember watching it. And, uh, yeah, he was just electric on that. Oh, and he had another soundbite on the first day where he smashed his club after a chip. Like, I'm telling you, the guy goes from, like, on fire to, like, course record stuff to on fire. I love Turtle Hatton. I always will. Um, he will never take Max Homa's spot on the show in my mind, but Hatton's pretty good. Did you see Homa, by the way? The career driving like long drive. Oh yes, yeah. Did it's you see his tweet drive. about it though? Good lord, it did not. It's so good. First off, I'm pissed. I'm because I was out at a birthday, uh, my niece's birthday party, and so I wanted to see video of this. Twitter, hello. No one had video probably because the PGA Tour wasn't on TV at the time. Is my guess. <laughs> that's because that so that's a spite on the PGA, not on Twitter. I guess. 
But so Max quote tweets this image from PGA Tour and says, "Yep, and it was uphill into the wind both ways." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Max, you're the best." Pretty good, yeah. You're the best. You'll never win pit, but you're the best. <laughs> but um, so yeah, I like this range a lot. Fitz is my dog. The goal is in play, but Hatton. I'm looking forward to seeing ownership on this one because I think Hatton can be a fun one up here as well. Because as good as he is, I feel I still don't think people can stomach a 10-3 for him just yet. If that makes any sense. 9K, Brian Harmon at 99, Corey Connors 98, Cole 97. Cole did it again, folks. Uh, Henley 96, Kirk 95. Willie Z is back. He's 93. Post in 91, Hideki 9,000. What do you like in here? Yeah, Corey Connors. Um, of course, history is is pretty good. 12th, 11th, 12th. Uh, in his last three starts at this uh, golf tournament, um, hasn't he, he did play last week, finished 33rd. So, not great there, but the course history is definitely solid. Uh, Eric Cole at 97 is most definitely playable. I mean, we talk about him every week. He finished 14th last week. Three straight top threes before that. Um, Henley, past champion at this uh, at this time is a while back, but uh, did play last week. That's a bump. Um, had been playing better than he did, than he showed last week. He only hit, like he didn't, I don't know what he was doing, but the game wasn't there. He ended up finishing 52nd. Uh, which is not a great in the 60-man field. Um, and then Kirk, it, it, it's the same principle as Thigala. I mean, the guy finished third here last year, second in 2021, coming off a win at the century. Um, there's no reason not to play Chris Kirk at 9,500. Yeah, whenever I – that's why I didn't really have a lot of Kirk. I didn't have any Kirk in my three lineups last week. I played him in daily stuff. But I didn't have him in any um, over the, the full tournament stuff. And it's because it was like a longer course, but I should have realized, you know, shorter players roll out. It's fine there. I was loving them. I love them at short courses. I always play Chris Kirk at short courses. So now it's like, everyone, let's go play Chris Kirk together. So this will yeah. be fun. But you're right. He's he's a great play this week. He's doing course history for him. You, you love what you're seeing from Kirk. And we've seen guys win Century and Sony on the same season. Do you, do you have a uh, um, ownership projection on him yet? Let me see if we got anything. Monday, last week we recorded on a Tuesday, so we yeah, got some, and, and and stuff came. Oh, I got a little something. Uh, Sony, yeah, Sony open early, early, folks. <laughs> ah, Fifteen point four is not bad. Yeah, it's not terrible. Um, the other thing is that nine five hundred doesn't have to win. You know, I mean, True. just he sneaks inside the top ten or maybe top five, he pays off. So, and these are super early. I want to remind people, but like Fitzpatrick is projected less than five percent right now. It's all. A bear and a, more Thigal than I expected, but a, a bears or O bears getting a lot of love again. That's wild, but uh, yeah, I love me some Kirk. But uh, Connors is one of my favorite plays up here at ninety eight. Problem is, is everyone's on Connors because the course history, iron play. He's expected to be chalky, but I think he's a great play. He might one of these days he's going to win this tournament. Um, the pivot off of him, and because it's between Thigala and Connors, I think Brian Harmon's a great play, like a, a really really good play. Um, he came in last week or this past uh, season here. Do, 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 I just looked at it. Thirty uh, second, forty. He's made four straight cuts. The obviously last year when he finished thirty second, that wasn't the form we saw as he finished the season. And more importantly, last week with Brian Harmon, he finished fifth at the Century, and he was making birdies and bunches. So I like him quite a bit in that regard. Cole's always in play, like you said. Henley could be interesting. He does rank third in my model. He's a great. Um, Iron player, par fours, four to four fifty is one of the biggest uh, buckets of par fours here by far. He's first in this field over the last 24 rounds in that par four scoring. So I think he's quite intriguing. And if you want kind of a 
go for uh, go for broke GPP play. I think JT Poston is very very much in play here. Um, Poston over his tournament here, he twenty first last year, forty second, then two missed cuts in the twentieth. That sounds a lot like JT Poston, honestly. But if you go um, to his performance last week, finished fifth last week, finished third at the Shriners earlier this year, forty fourth the RSM. And he is a, a guy that can get birdies and bunches as well. So I think posting could be a nice little pivot off of some of these guys as well. But Kirk and Connor should lead the way in this range, at least out the gate. 8K, you got Benny on at 87. He had a nice week. Siwoo, uh, defending champion at 86. Cam Davis at 85. Denny at 84. English at 83. Justin Rose at 82. Shot a, a nice healthy, I think, 60 on Sunday. Uh, Jaeger at 81. Keegan and Hadwin at 8,000. Who do you like in the 8K range? Yeah, been on at 87 is, is most definitely playable. Uh, 12th year last year, uh, coming off a fourth place finish last week. Um, Siwoo, defending champion. Uh, obviously, that gives him a little bit of merit there. He played last week, finished 25th. Cam Davis is not a guy. We talk about this at like at Sea Island and uh, Harbor Town every year. Like, you don't think Cam Davis when you think short courses, but he's actually had some success around short courses, including. Um, he got a win last year at, was it last year? I could have just made that up in my mind. I guess yeah, he I did not win last year. He won last year and the year before. He was injured a lot of last year. Yeah. He did finish seventh and third, uh, over the, and 12th as well over the fall. So, um, he's playing fine. And then Jaeger at 81, uh, three out of four made cuts here. His best finish was last year, 27th. Uh, but most definitely playing better golf since then, more consistent golf. He still has not missed a cut since April. Pretty incredible. It's pretty good. Pretty good stuff there. Uh, I love Benny on this week at 8700 bucks. Fourth last week at the Century. Was playing really well before the uh, steroid allegation, um, but he's back. He finished 12th here last year, so I think Benny on is a very, very strong play. Let's, let's uh, talk about that for just a second. Can you see Ben on taking steroids? No, that's why like you hear a lot of like professional athletes say I didn't know this or that. I kind of believe Benny on, honestly. Like the dude's got a dad bod. I don't see a whole <laughs> lot of uh, and given hey, steroids aren't just for bulking up, I get it, recovery, all these other things. But like what they said he tested positive for, I can't remember it was one of the more like high anabolic y type ones. I'm like that don't that don't fit. <laughs> that doesn't work. He didn't just come out and start pounding it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like he wasn't bombing at three thirty with the brother. Like, I'm with you. Right. Like, if they said in this, okay, I'm not going to start naming names, but like certain golfers that do pipe it quite a bit, they said, okay, we have a discussion to have. <laughs> but, right. Yeah, Vinny on like it's not helping his putting. I promise. So, um, yeah, I think uh, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Could be wrong on that one, but uh, I think it's it's pretty crazy, dude. And, and the best part, and the reason why I really believe him, he was still on Twitter tweeting things and just like having fun with golf stuff. He like those other guys, their PR guys don't go into hiding, basically. Right. Like, Benny on did not his his life didn't change except he couldn't go tee it up at like the Shriners and right. stuff like that. So yeah. I think think we're good in that regard. Uh, some other guys I like here, I, I, Cam Davis, like you said, short course is always interesting. And if you tilted Cam Davis, because a massive chalk last week. And B, first round, horrific. But then he does a Cam Davis thing, goes super low. Then he kind of waited around for the week. So, like, overall, it wasn't a great week for Cam Davis. Finished 52nd. But, yeah, you know what he can do on these uh, shorter courses, which is quite interesting. And then it comes down to, like, do you trust English? Rose, I, I'm going to go back to Rose's wagon. I liked him a lot last week just because I like his iron play. Took, like, the whole fall off. Like, he played a couple DP events. But um, 
I think he can be a guy that can get going. Obviously, likes his course quite a bit if you look at course history. So do like Rose. You 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 can go with Jaeger. That's fine. I'm gonna go back to Keegan Bradley though because he pissed a lot of people off last week because he couldn't putt. His putting was horrific. Stop me if you've heard Keegan do that before. <laughs> but um, he's also a guy that he that also tells you he gave himself a lot of chances, which is what I'll take my chances on. So I like Keegan. And then just for fun, if you want, Hadwin fits short course placement courses phenomenally. But uh, I'll prefer Keegan over Hadwin, but both can be quite nice. Play, play the ownership game if you so choose. 75 to 79. Now you got Brendan Todd who had a monster week before he snapped that driver. Norin at 79. Cooch 78. Batia who had a who double to start off Sunday at 78. Lucas Glover at 77. Svensson 77. Hoagie 76. JJ Spawn at 76. Luke List 76. Putnam Mitchell Aaron Rye at 75. Who you like in here? Yeah, Kucher, um, you know, past champion. Back to back seventh place finishes at this course <clears throat> the last two years. He did not play the century, uh, but um, I, I like him at 78. Uh, Ash K, I, he's definitely playable. He's never played here before. Come off a 14th place finish last week. Uh, like you said, just had a couple bad holes. Uh, Svensson at 77. Three out of three made cuts. His best finish here was in 2022. He finished seventh um, and played last week, middle of the pack, 33rd. Luke List might have figured out how to putt. I don't know. Maybe. Um, He's played here enough. It, the course history is not good. He's he's made one out of uh, his last six cuts at this golf course, including three straight missed cuts. But he hasn't played here since 2021. He's having a really good fall swing. So I uh, bled over into a 22nd place finish last week at the Century. Um, and then Aaron Rye at 7,500. 61st here last year. Missed the cut the year before that. Uh, been playing uh, European or DP World Tour. Uh, two straight top tens on the DP World Tour, which is pretty solid for a guy who wears two gloves. Yeah, there, this is a fun little range here. Cause like Brennan Todd, gonna be more popular this week after last week, but shorter course, iron play that that's Todd's mo. So I think that's a really solid play at seventy nine. But I don't mind skipping to Norn at seventy nine if you want to be a little different here. Uh, the fall swing twenty third at the RSM, second at the Bermuda, forty eighth at the Zozo, third at the Shriner. So a nice little fall swing for. Alexander Norin, and um, if you're looking at just recent uh, results, here hasn't played here since 2020, where he finished 32nd. So he could be a pivot off of Todd. I think Todd's great. Four straight made cuts here, no problem at all. But Norin's a fun one. Cooch should be very popular. Cooch is starting to get to that age, and the kind of way he plays, like shorter courses, is his thing. It's starting to remind me a lot of Stugoat when Stugoat started to get really kind of in that little range. But uh, Cooch is a little priced up compared to where Stugoat was, but definitely a, a fine play. Don't mind the Batia call as well. Lucas Glover, he's first in my model. He's first from 150 to 175. He's seventh in the par fours. Um, he's first in approach overall, last 24 rounds. Uh, obviously, there's a break in what really took place, but Glover finished 29th last week. It's just really, I don't know. He, he rates out well. Missed the cut year last year, but fifth the year before. I think Glove could be quite interesting. You mentioned List. I like List a lot. I think J.J. Spawn, another guy, approach game, iron play guy, and last year played really well at this event. Um, finished twelfth after three straight made cut missed cuts here, so it could be a time for JJ Spawn. He's been playing. He had a pretty solid end to the twenty twenty three calendar year, so I like a little uh, JJ Spawn as well. Then your your ride call is always fine when it comes to iron play for sure. Uh, on Glover, going back to Glover real quick, what do you what do you show, do you have a, a strokes gain number on off the tee for him last week? 
uh, last week. Yeah, let me click on his name real quick. I can get you something. Lucas Glover. Uh, at least usually it's updated. Let me see. Has it? There's Lucas Glover. Last week, you went off the tee. Dude, does 12 month average strokes? You want off the? Oh, just off the tee. Oh, no, I got it right now. Off the tee last week, he was. Uh, no, there, there it is. He had a. That's a weird number. Uh, I have his last five of. Wait, no, I got it now. I found it. He was. He had a one. One stroke off the tee. Minus two point one putting. Putting cost him. I got you because he gained off. Because I mean, like I was showing, he was only averaging two seventy four off the tee. Yeah, he gained um, one stroke off the tee. Two point five strokes tee to green. One point three strokes around the green. Minus two point yeah. one putting. Yeah, 30, 30 putts per round will do that. His scrambling is actually pretty good too. Yeah, yep. I, I just looking at that, I was thinking that maybe he was losing strokes because it's a that's a much bigger golf course and is is more well suited. That last week's golf course is much more well suited to the Bombers. We know that we talked about it last yep. week. You know, I mean, you look at the past guys who've won it. Um, I don't necessarily consider Kirk a Bomber, but um, so yeah, I, I was just gonna basically say I like your Glover call there. Yeah, it's just he rates out well because it's an approach game, not a driving game. So, and nobody yeah. will play him either. Nope, that's like, well, that's just for fun. Let's see what his early early projections look like. Uh, he's actually projected to be close to twenty percent right now. <laughs> so that's early on. Early on, we'll see. Again, super early, but that's uh, that's surprising. I did not expect that number. I was with you more in like maybe tennis range, not twenty range, but yeah. we'll see. I was thinking less than ten. Yeah, that makes it uh, pretty pretty rough. Uh, 74 to 7,000. We got a slew of guys as we have a bigger field here. So who are you liking in this range? Yeah, this is, this is a really fun, uh, overall field in my opinion. Uh, Justin, uh, uh, 41st here last year, um, 64th in his last start at the RSM and fourth at the Rubak technologies championship before that 10th. Um, so solid starts for him in the last three Ben Griffin at 74 12th here last year. Eighth uh, in his last start to RSM. Um, so I think both those guys are playable. Uh, the model likes Alexander Bjork. Um, I don't know why. I guess just stats off of the European tour. So take that for what you want. Ben Coles. I'm assuming that's how you say his name. Yep. Uh, 27th here in 2022. 41st in 2013. So it's a huge gap between those two starts. But Either way, come off a fifth place finish at the RSM. SH Kim at 7,000, 12th here last year. Uh, the, the, the current form's not as good. 51st miscut, miscut. So, um, yeah, that's where I'm at with this range. Not um, a huge fan of it. Yeah, this is a tough range compared to, I like the top seven more than the middle to low sevens. But uh, Ben Griffin at 7,400 bucks, finished 12th here last year in his debut at this course, at least first time in a long time. And then he finished the fall swing, 8th at the RSM, 37th at Bermuda, 23rd at WW Technology, 64th at Zozo. So four straight cuts. Obviously, Zozo, no cut event. But Ben Griffin is uh, is very interesting. Nick Taylor at 72. Kind of surprises me. If you think like Pebble, you think shorter courses, that's a Nick Taylor thing. So I think he's very much in play here. Um, if you look back at recent results, Taylor finished 7th here last year, 11th in 2021, and 32nd in 2020. Those are his last three times at this golf course so i think nick taylor um 52nd last week but 21st at zozo 13th at shriners take it for what you will but 7200 bucks seems pretty nice you got taylor montgomery finished eighth at the rsm made four straight cuts to finish off the the false swing 
So uh, T-Mont could be good. Finished 12th year in his debut last year. Nick Hardy, interesting at 71 if you want to get contrarian. But Ryo Isatasun, I totally butchered that. He's rating out very well in my um, deal. I know he was crushing the DP World Tour. Or like it was seen crushing the DP World Tour. Um, he's fifth in my model. Only 16 registered rounds over the last 24. But his approach game looks pretty, pretty on point for what these things are uh, showing. I had Coles at 7K and Austin Eckrode at 7K as well. Eckrode played really well here last year, so if you need a, a cheapie there. But Ryo seems kind of interesting. I'm curious his projected ownership just for fun. No, yeah, it's about 7%. I can take that. All right, 6K range. Who do you like? Uh, start with Bobby Mack at $6,900. It's um, cheap. Yeah, very surprised by that price. Um, been playing mostly DP. Uh, he hasn't played in, in on the PGA Tour since uh, July, but – um, has a bunch of made cuts in a row, a couple of top 10 sprinkled in there. Davis Riley, another guy who finished 20th here in 2022, um, back-to-back made cuts for him. Well, one of those was the century. He actually played the century, finished 52nd last week. Uh, moving down the list, Hayden Buckley, 6,600, finished second here last year and 12th the year before that. Uh, but coming off a miscut at the RSM, Alejandro Tosti, uh, the model seems to like him for whatever reason. He's not had very many starts on tour, but uh, could be a, a low-owned dart there. Bramlett's another guy at 6,400. And Carl Yawn uh, finished 20th here last year, uh, all the way down at 6,200 if you're dipping way down there. If you're desperate, definitely head on to the bottom. Uh, Vincent Whaley at 69, finished 17th here two years ago. Uh, did not play here last year, but he's a guy that um, – Finishing up the, the, the fall swing, 13th at the RSM, 8th at Bermuda, 59th at WWT, 13th at Shriners. So good fall swing for Vincent Whaley. He's played well here, so don't mind him. KH Lee at 69 is always entertaining in a resort course birdie fest, but I'd probably prefer Whaley over KH Lee, but both could be in play. Mad McNeely's one, if you think he's getting healthy at 68, is pretty cheap as well. Like I like your Bobby Mack call, but um, you know McNeely came back in the fall, missed a cut at the WWT, finished 58th at the uh, RSM, so I think that's not bad. Finished seventh here last year, 27th the year before. So uh, McNeely at 68 is interesting. Kazire at 68 as well. Really good course history here. Th- four last five made cuts would be the one to look at. Ryan Moore has not played well here, but he's finished the year in a really strong note at 67. He's a short course guy if he starts to get healthy. Love your Buckley call. Then other than that, I got some other darts. Like Camilo Villegas is actually playing pretty good golf right now. He's at 65. So he'd be one I'd look at too. But and then Nicholas Echeverry at 63, finished 12th here last year, played really well last weekend, um, making a ton of birdies. And um, it could be a guy that look at he's you know, finished 25th last week, made four straight cuts basically. Uh so Echeverry could be interesting too. All right, let's recap things. 10K and above, who you like? I'm gonna say Thigala. I'll go Fitz at 10-2, 9K range. I'm just going to say, just to be a little different than you, because I know you've probably got a choice between one or two here. I'm going to say Henley. Henley's good. Um, I will go, uh, to be different, I'll go Brian Harmon, honestly. Mm. Yeah, because everyone's going to play Connors and Kirk. So and Cole. Different. And Cole, yeah. Uh, 8K, who do you got? Uh, I'm going to say Jaeger. I will go with Benny on 75 to 79. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Ash K. That's a fun one. I like that. 
I am going to go with give me who I want to say I'm gonna say Brendan Todd, but I should have just said Glover. He's my first my model after all. Seven K to seventy four. Uh, Ben Griffin. I like that a lot. Um, I'll go with Ryo. Ryo H. Don't know how to pronounce his last name. I don't want to butcher it anymore. Uh, 6K range. Who do you like? I'm going to say Bobby Mack. That is a funny price on Bobby Mack. I've missed that over my first few runs. That's an interesting price there. Um, To be a little different and go cheaper. I won't do it. I was going to be cute. Let's not be cute. Um, I'll go with uh, Vincent Whaley at 69. All right, if you're playing cash this week, we do have a full field. Who would you start your cash lineup that with? Yeah, it's probably like uh, between Cor- uh, Connors and Cole. Um, you could even throw Kirk into that. Yeah. I'll say Connors just for probably ownership's sake there. Um, Jaeger, I think, is cash viable. And then dipping down a little bit further, if you look at a guy like Svensson, three out of three made cuts here. That's not bad. I'll go Cooch at 78. Uh, as one of them, I'll go Justin Rose at 82. And then give me um, give me Chris Kirk. That'll be the three I'd start out with. Now, if you're playing GPPs, though, there are tons of ways to go. How would you start at a tournament lineup? Yeah, probably uh, Henley, <clears throat> Cam Davis, um, and Aaron Rye. Give me Fitz, Benny on, and Lucas Glover. Let's have some fun. Start out with those three and see how it goes. Now to the most important part of the show. Who do you got winning this thing? <laughs> I don't know if it's the most important part, maybe, maybe <laughs> something. Yeah, I guess if you're fading, uh, you could <laughs> you could go that route. Um, so I've already placed bets on just this is just pure like name recognition, like value in my opinion. Um, one that was I already talked about Thigala at thirty to one, uh, Hideki at forty to one. I feel like that's high on him. Ashk at fifty to one. Zalatoris at forty five to one. Um, we don't. I mean, I don't expect him to come out necessarily and win. Out the gate, but that's a high number for this field. Will Zalatoris, uh, and then Siwoo Kim uh, at thirty-five to one um, would be another one defending champion. I just feel like those numbers are too high, so those are just kind of value betting, in my opinion. Um, you got anybody else? Uh, not really. Like I like Fitz, but it's not value. It's eighteen to one. Um, Sahith at thirty, like you said, I think that's a really good number on that one. Rosie at forty. He's won here before, so that's not a horrible one number, honestly. Forty to one for Rose, if he can find that form again. But uh, yeah, this is another week where I think some uh, top ten bets. That, that's my world. Like I, I hate picking winners in golf, but uh, give me top tens. I'm in. Given one and done starts this week, so I got to figure that. Like in one and done, I'm probably taking Fitz. That's I'm leaning there now. I haven't finalized that, but I'm probably going with Fitzpatrick in that one. All right. Any final like- thoughts for the uh, the Sony? I don't, man. It's going to be another fun week, primetime golf. Yeah, enjoy it because we head back to the mainland for three golf courses next week. We love yeah, those awful. so much, so much. The worst. Yeah, so we'll we'll totally have fun doing that one because <laughs> we will. We'll do it, but you'll hear us, our fun voices the entire time. <laughs> but until then, good luck this week. You can find Jesse on Twitter at DFS Golf Gods. The podcast had always press DFS. I'm Matt BD Entrick. This was a 2024 Sony Open Preview. Catch you all next time. Oh, Till the morning we dream